Uh, what's up, dudes? What's up, dudes? What's up, dudes? Welcome in. Week 17, championship week, and we're all in the basement. We're all times. We're back, baby. Back at it. This is like an origin story. We're back in the thick of it here, boys. I'm loving it. It, it feels like such a long time ago, like like high school, you know? Like... <laughs> I haven't I haven't been gathered here in a while, and it's it's gonna be fun to to talk some football here. Zach, you you've had a baby, which the league knows about. Braden's obviously living in Denver, but it's Christmas. We're all home. We're actually recording this at 4 p.m. on a Thursday. Well, we're all working today, why so not? that's great. So why not? We're happy to have you guys here. So it's fun to be back. Yeah, thanks for hosting, Garrett. Um, I mean, we've got some some league updates to get into. Uh, as we all know. Braden made it to the championship game in the Give Me Some League, and <laughs> it's a two-week finals. And after one week, thank the it's, Lord, it's within three points. That's exactly, exactly, exactly what the losing guy wants. Yeah, uh, me. But, but both players <laughs> couldn't argue being within three, and it really coming down to one final week. It's it feels like a weird, just like sense of relief to not have to worry so much about one week and just be like, ah, it doesn't matter as long as like the long term, like in that next week, I have to. Get it going. It's like, you know, when you start to see all the matchups go wrong and you're sitting there, normally it's like, this is it. But it was like, okay, as long as I stay within the distance, like, we're good. And thankfully it worked out that way. I mean, way. you got to feel even better when you look around the league and you see the other league scores. And, and Braden, you, you, you were kind of right there in, like, the, the middle ground. You scored under 100, though. Yeah, and if you're within bad. two in the finals after scoring under 100, you got to feel great. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was shocked because, like, Scoring was way down for a lot of teams in a lot of leagues, um, unless you had like Amari Cooper, Brees Mike Hall, Evans. Mike Evans, whoever. Like I'm over here putting up 130 in the fifth place matchup. Braden's putting up 99 in the championship, but he still has as good a shot as anyone. It's a, it's a two and a half point matchup, so it's, it all comes down to week 17. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, you've got Tom. Uh, are, are you feeling pretty good about your matchup against this team this week? It just feels exactly like the, the scores indicate. It feels like a complete coin toss at this point. Like, I mean, Tom's got some killers on there. He's got CeeDee Lamb. You know, he's got a great team. Like, there's a reason he's here. And I also feel like my team could – I have a very boomer bust team. So my team could go off or it could just put up a total stinker this week. So it's – I mean, honestly, right now it feels like a coin toss and I'm just – Happy to be here for the ride. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this would be back-to-back championships for you after joining the league only a couple three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. I mean, this is unprecedented territory here. Yeah, and I mean, I want it. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, I get it. <laughs> Everybody wants it. Everyone wants to be an undisputed champ. Um, I, I've been there once before. It feels great. You feel like you're on top of the world. Can't be. Uh, can't be knocked off the pedestal, I guess, and. Uh, I mean, we're still hoping to see you fall. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would think you guys. I I wouldn't expect any less. Not not because I mean, I would be the exact same way. Yeah. Like you don't want anyone to go back to back. That's such a hard precedent to beat. And it's Tom and not Tom. Keith. Tom has never won the league before, at, at least to my knowledge. I'm, I'm fairly I sure. I don't think he has. And he's the, been the best team the whole time. In the ten years, he's been the best team in the league, and, and he's want, never won the league. And you want the underdog. You gotta root for the underdog. You gotta root for the underdog. You know, if Tom wins this uh, year, I am not rooting for his ass next year. Right. <laughs> but the, the thing about Tom winning too is Tom is probably the fantasy owner, maybe outside of Chris. I don't, I don't know. That gives like the least amount of effort throughout the year. So for him to come in and win, it just kind of shows you how unpredictable uh, fantasy football. Can That's be. surprising me because I mean he's made some good moves over the course of the year for sure. But yeah, he must be a lot more you know strategic with his moves and things like that. Meanwhile, I'm just like I know waivers, like, I, like I, ten I, things. I, I have 70, uh, 70 waiver processes <laughs> yeah. throughout the year. Yeah, Garrett Garrett has fifty six transactions. Braden sixty nine transactions. And oh, Tom nice. sitting down there at twenty seven transactions for the year. So I mean, these guys are doing twice as much work. And, uh, you know, still not – it's Tom's, you know, league for the taking right now. It is. Uh, Garrett, you've got $100 on the line. You're in the third-place matchup against Keaton. And Keaton was projected just an awful week, and he put up an awful week, and yet you only have a three-point lead. Yeah, I mean, my team has really fallen apart the last two weeks here. Um, I, I 
put up just barely over 100 against against Braden to, to miss the finals. I would have beat Keaton or Tom, but that's not who I played. <laughs> and now, now I'm going against Keaton, and I only put up 87. I'd be in a tough position in the finals anyway. Um, I sat Puka, um, <laughs> so, the, so that'll do that Sucks. to you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm still hoping to bring home third. It's it's $100 is $100. I'm going to feel great about it. I, I would, I'd love to just put my buy-in toward next year right back in my pocket right away. Um, and, but it's just not as fun as first. No. It's not even as fun as second. Not I, I mean, I mean I, I'd, I'd rather be in the finals, but being where I am, I'm going to put my best team out there. I'm going to at least try to win the money, of course, but, um, and, and we'll get to it in your dynasty, but it just, it just sucks to not be in that championship. I hear you. Um, the, I, I, as a guy who's gotten third the last two years, yeah, it's, it's not as fun. Like it's, it's a nice consolation prize. Yeah, I guess. But, but I, yeah, it's, <laughs> Not where you want to be. The last one, Matt and Eric are facing off in the last place game. And Matt actually has done some work. He's got a 20-point lead over Eric going into the final week of the season. Loser of that has to do a, a PowerPoint presentation on uh, where their season went wrong and, and you know why it all happened. Looking forward to that from either of them. It's been incredible. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I mean, Eric has been one of those top scorers all year, too. So yes. for him to be where he's at, um, I'm, I'd be really excited for that PowerPoint. Yeah. Oh, man. Eric has just had nothing go his way this year. He was a top five scorer in the league. He was never a bottom two scorer in any week all wow. year. All year. He never put up just like a bottom two week. Um, and for him to be down 20 in the, the loser's bracket, that's tough. Um, Hate to see it. And uh, if we're playing what-if scenarios, I was telling Garrett before the podcast, if we didn't change the rules this year – and we kept the two-week playoffs uh, for the semifinals and two weeks for the, the finals, me and Garrett would have made the championship, and I would have a 40-point lead over him right now. And I'd <laughs> rather be down 40 in the championship than fighting for third. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys added that uh, extra week to the regular season. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, you might I'm, get another championship I'm, because of it. I will be petitioning to go back to the old format next year. Just letting throwing that out there right now. Have you also won the Dynasty League? Yeah, yeah his first season, year. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so you, you, so the three years that you've been play, playing fantasy football with me and Zach, you have won Shadow Dynasty, won Gimme Some, and now you're in the finals and Gimme Some again in a fifty-fifty. I, it's, it's a best I could have ever scripted it. Uh, I can't say I have any control over it. I was about to poop my pants the entire time, but it's been a great ride. I will argue once again that an extra week adds more of a sample to allow the the teams that are you know, just as worthy to make it i don't think it's a cheap thing but i understand the frustration because i would feel the exact same way if you've been in a league for 15 years 15 years has always had this format and you're like if it was still the same format i would be in i would be i'd be just singing it to the high heavens trust and, and me and to have a 40 point lead <laughs> that'd be the championship that you've been seeking for 11 years zach yeah i i, I last won in 2013 it's now 2023 and it was taken from me again, and I'll be back next year better than ever. Let's move on to the Shadow Dynasty League. Uh, Garrett, you faced off against Keaton. Yeah, just a heartbreaking loss. Again, I would have beaten, I think, both of the other semifinal teams. Potentially. Um, I can't remember if I would have beaten Taylor or not, but I think it was both the other semifinal teams. But I, I went up against Keaton. Um, it, it was close the entire day. I, I mean, I was projected to win most of the day. Had some disappointments in the afternoon games again, which is nothing new. Um, but, yeah, I, I came to that, I think it was Saturday night game or Sunday night game or something where they had a weird week last week with Christmas. But had Cortland Sutton and I, a, a pretty good lead. I'm like, man, if Cortland Sutton gets a touchdown, this shit is over. Goes for nothing and Zero. gets hurt. And I lose by two. And it's just, uh, I lost to Joe Flacco, and it, it, it sucks. That's what it was. You, you would have beat the other two teams. Uh, your Josh Allen was outscored by his Joe Flacco. And you can't have that. Uh, he, he had Mike Evans, went off for him after he traded for him the last week of the season. Um, and, yeah, Keaton has, has earned himself a, a spot in the championship against uh, Taylor. Who's got a good team. Taylor's got a great team. He's got Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah. That's that's all that matters is do you have Christian McCaffrey? And uh, if Christian McCaffrey has a four touchdown game, see you later. Oh, Ch yeah. Championship over. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, Taylor, he's put together an undeniable season here in the Shadonesty League. The number one seed, 
rolls through with a 20-point victory over over Dr. Piss in the semifinals. So, Garrett, you're facing off against Dr. Piss this week. In, I am. In a $50 matchup. Um, yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're trying to get your league dues back here. I mean, if, if I win my league dues back and they give me some league and in the Dynasty League, again, I, it's not a successful season in my eyes, but I did enough to earn my keep. I'm, I'm just putting it right back in. I didn't lose nothing. I just had a, a lot of heartbreak and a lot of fun. Most so, of the league doesn't make any money. Most of the league doesn't make nothing. So if, if I can just get that money back, I, I know I beat nine guys in one league and seven guys in another, and you, you got to feel at least somewhat decent about that. 12-team league, I mean, that's huge. I, I, do, I do like my matchup this week. Dr. Piss, after having a miraculous run to get to the playoffs, has put up some stinkers but uh, continued to win, And uh, other than last week, obviously. And I don't know, especially with Russell Wilson. Is that who his quarterback was? Uh, his well, no, that was Keaton's quarterback. Keaton's quarterback. But no, uh, Doctor Piss. He's playing Gardner Minshew right now. So yeah, Oof. I'm actually playing Gardner Minshew in a in a championship so <laughs> in another league. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I like my team. I thought I was going to win last week. I think I should have won last week. I could have probably swapped in any bench player for the Cortland Sutton who got zero Adam and one. Thielen. Adam Thielen would have done it. Um, the anybody would have trade. It. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> damn near anything would, would have got me there. So it's uh, it's bad management. You just can't. You, you can't. You got to anticipate those zeros from Portland Sutton. <laughs> of course. The semifinals. How did you not know he was going to concussion right at the beginning of the game and not get any catches? You don't deserve to be there if you don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say I am absolutely rooting for both Taylor and Doctor Piss. You know the the guys who come out of nowhere. It's the Cinderella year. Um, you know, Dr. Piss is a team of all rookies and to, to have made it into the, the playoffs as a top three seed, top four seed, and, and to get where he is now, um, it would be the upset of the century in the third place matchup against G. Garrett, but, you know, he's he's more than earned his right to be there. He absolutely has. So, wish now, you the best of luck, Dr. Piss. Of course. Now, let, let me get this straight. So, if Keaton wins, since we started the Empire League, this yes. would be, if he won, it would still be the first year. This Correct. is the first okay. year of an Empire League. And we could never yeah. count last year as any anything towards an yeah, actual that. counted full, full-fledged win. I swear to God, if the game gets canceled mid, <laughs> mid-week, week 17, two years in a row, I will never be a commissioner of a league again. <laughs> I, I, I don't blame you. That's fair. I can't do it. But it's the, too much. The good news is... The last game of the week or year is Vikings Packers. Yeah, and you probably don't have any fancy <laughs> players from either of those teams if you're in the championship. Probably not. It's uh, not the highest over under of the week, like it was a uh, Bills Bengals and yeah. a huge matchup. We get to see Jaron Hall. Um, so hopefully yeah. it's all just happiness at the end uh, at the end of the season here. Jaron Hall goes for five touchdowns and we lose. Be great. Yeah, <laughs> he's at least not going to go for five turnovers. Yeah, like, like Nick Mullins. <laughs> Really we'll humble Brian Flores to stay for next year. You know, if you got whooped for five touchdowns, maybe make sure to stay for next year. Who knows? But I will say I got that huge one against Corbin and not being the toilet bowl. So I mean, that that was a foregone conclusion. I mean, these it the hasn't Corbin been for my Justin season. Are by far the worst two teams in this league. It is not close. You love to see the projections of eighty-three to seventy-six going into the the toilet bowl finals. <laughs> and, and this one, I I really do want to punish Justin for a one and twelve season, one and thirteen, a one and thirteen season. He lives in Denver, and he's going to have to get back to Moorhead for an extra-large blizzard. I mean, that is a terrible trek. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to drive 10 hours for a blizzard. Um, you know, Corbin, he's got family in that Fargo-Moorhead area. Like, that's he's been there before. Yeah. It's, it's not that bad for him. That's his home and office his, out of work. So. His team, you know, they, they put up four wins this year. They, they looked all right at times. Uh, it, it, it's it's going to come down to the quarterbacks, Justin Fields versus Lamar Jackson. And I mean, oh man, these these wide receivers are so bad. We're seeing the likes of you know Jacoby Myers, Romeo Dobbs, and Tyler Boyd versus Quentin Johnston, Jerry Judy, and Justin Watson. Like, what's going on here? I, I, I have an absolutely insane stat. Okay, hit me. Justin is one in thirteen, and in fourteen weeks he put up nine hundred and forty nine points, which equals sixty seven point eight points per week. If that doesn't deserve a blizzard, I don't or a punishment. I don't know what does. That has to be a league record for for worst uh, points scored, probably of all time. Like it's going to take a lot to beat that. Like 
the league average, I'm just eyeballing it here, is around 1,400 points. And and he scored 900-something. <laughs> Corbin, Corbin was at 1050, a bad season. That's bad, but that's not 950 bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it went 950, 1050, and then the next lowest, 1050 with Eli, a terrible team. Yeah. He tried to lose all year. He was tanking. Yeah, and then 1285. I mean, there was a clear jump, and somehow Eli won seven games. But just terrible to see. I mean, yeah. 950 points. Not even. He didn't even score 950. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a religious man, but if there is <laughs> uh, you know, a, a deity at work here, they will give Corbin the win this week because Justin deserves punishment. <laughs> <laughs> this man's got that Marvin Harrison Jr. fever, let me tell you. Yeah, I, uh, he's gunning for that top draft pick. That's I don't know if sure. he has his pick. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Okay, he, he wouldn't okay. have tanked this hard without his his own first round pick. I that mean, was after, my whole after uh, he traded Zeke a couple times. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was my whole uh, you know selling point on that trade I made, which ended up being kind of a wash. It feels like at this point, but uh, for Najee and all that kind of stuff, it was like you tank, you can get the. Number one odds for for the draft pick. You so. know, though, that Zeke trade might save him this week. It absolutely could. <laughs> <laughs> if he starts him over Tajay, which he should. You have to. He's not in there right now. He's not in right now, but but Zeke, he's been he's been great. He's been like a top twelve running back three out of the Zeke last four was weeks. Exactly what you wanted Ramondre to be all year. <laughs> <laughs> it never was. I would love to have Justin keep Zeke on the bench, but uh, you know he he's hopefully going to listen to this podcast before. Uh, the the Patriots game this week and and, and make the switch, um, so yeah, I've, and then Braden, I I mean we've got other leagues we're in. I know you're in another championship, Garrett. You're in another championship. Yep. I'm over here battling for some third places. Yeah. Hey, get that money uh, back. Get that get that, get that league fee. You know, normally I break even amongst most of my leagues. Like I'm getting third. I'm getting first or second here and there. Uh, this year it's it's just been tough for me. I had I drafted good teams. Luck wasn't my way. It's fine, you know. I've I've been distracted. I don't. I haven't earned it this year. You guys, you can still earn a little bit of keep. Um, you know, is there anything you guys want to talk about in your your other leagues in that you're in? Yeah, I mean, uh, the the two leagues that me and Braden are in the championships. Uh, uh, we both traded for Tyreek Hill at some point during the season. Smart. Um, my trade was a little bit bigger, and I got a little bit more for the draft picks. Um, I mean, in the one league I'm in the championship, I went from having six first round draft picks and trading it all to get back in this thing after one offer. I got the Tyree kill. So I traded first some young players for Tyree kill, Saquon Barkley, TJ Hawkinson, Mike Evans, and David Montgomery this year. So like, <laughs> oh, that's money. Like, oh, like, that, that team right there is a solid team already. Um, the only shitty thing about it is I do have Ramondre hurt. I've got Brian Robinson hurt. Um, I've got TJ Hawkinson now hurt, and I've lost both my quarterbacks throughout the year, Kirk Cousins and Anthony Richardson. Um, so I'm going to a championship with Gardner Minshew. Wish me luck. I guess oh, the guy who, who dropped gosh. 160 on me last week. Yeah, not it's. Uh, I, I don't love my odds, uh, especially after losing TJ as well. So. I want to see what these other quarterbacks on the wire, because I'm just so... I, I have Flacco and Minshew. Um, uh, Flacco's playing the Jets. I'm not doing. Oh that. yeah, it's it's, it's rough. rough. It's a dynasty league, so it's it's it's, yeah. it's hard rosters. I could start Jaron Hall. Let's do it, Garrett. Should, I'm Let's doing it. Do I'm it. starting Jaron Hall. <laughs> we got to make sure this waiver clears. I, I better uh, take some money off of uh, that Cincinnati <laughs> receiver. Yep. Let's go. All right. So we are dropping. Um, I can drop damn near anybody. My team is awful. These these rosters hey, Rondale are so Rondale or 2-2. Yeah, like, I'll drop 2-2. No Donovan, no Donovan, people don't. Uh, he's, he, he, sure. he's, he, he's, he's my other drop already. Don't worry about <laughs> that. That's for my Cincinnati receiver. All right. We got a live waiver claim here on the pod. Big time. It's not as fun as a live trade, but uh, <laughs> a, a waiver claim still fun. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the benches are so deep and weak here that you're, you're good. Go for it. Brayden? What what uh what do you got going on in, in your other leagues? So we it's been very interesting. So I came in as the the final seed. It was a points battle, and then we had a giant arms race to trades right at the dynasty deadline, week fourteen. So I traded for Tyreek Hill, got, got or I got Tyreek Hill and Aaron Jones for a couple firsts and Tajay, and then I traded Jamison Williams and a second for Cooper Cup, and then the team I'm facing traded for Christian McCaffrey for like Zay Flowers and Zach Charbonnet and like one other player. 
killer trade. I was I, mean, I was like, wow. If you're getting Christian McCaffrey on the way to the playoffs, you, you've done something great. Insane. So, I mean, I was hitting that guy up for McCaffrey, and for him to get that deal, I was like, wow. But, um, yeah, it's going to be intense. I mean, he's got Kyron Williams. He's got James. He's got all of these trendy players that are really just crushing it this year and on a on a heater. I've got some of the classics like Saquon Barkley. I got Bijan. I got Cooper Cup, Tyree Kill, uh, David Njoku, who's been an absolute stud. Um, but I mean, I'm definitely not the favorite going into this matchup. It's going to be intense. So I'm uh, pray for me. It's it's uh, it's a one weeker. It's going to be uh, quite the finish. You can yeah. win that one up for all we care about, as long as you lose the time. As long as I get one or two, I'll be happy. So <laughs> I'm curious in all these these leagues. I think we've all done it. You look forward to the playoffs and schedules and what teams are playing what this time of year to, you know, have that championship run. You know, people saw Derrick Henry is going to play Houston twice in the playoffs. You know, yep. maybe he's a trade candidate. Was there a, a, a player, you know, maybe defense, a kicker or running back wide receiver that you were targeting at a trade deadline or you picked up and kind of maybe stashed that you thought would pay off in the playoffs? Or, you know, is there someone that you think, you know, you maybe want to shout out for this week as like, that was a stash, or that's that's a guy I'm targeting that could maybe win me Week 17 championships. I mean, for me, that Mike Evans, David Montgomery trade for Quinton Johnston and, and first, and, no, it was Jamison Williams. Even worse, and it was just like it was a no brainer. I needed that just extra Mike Evans. Just mm. uh, he does go against New Orleans this week. Um, is Lattimore in or out? Yeah, it's Lattimore in or out? I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. I think he's out. That Lattimore Evans. That that combo there just makes for a tough matchup every time. They're just fierce competitors. So, um, I mean, he's going to be the guy to, to win me the week. I think it's going to kind of come down to what he can do. Um, so, I mean, that was that was my target for sure in the league that I'm in first. I mean, obviously, you guys know about the live live traded for uh, for Josh Allen. So that was my other big move. I tried to get to the playoffs with. It worked out though. You as soon as you uh, made the right move. So I, I want to um, say it's, it's Marshawn Lattimore. Marcus Lattimore was the running back who destroyed his knee that everyone loved. Marshawn, oh, yeah, Marshawn yeah, yeah. Lattimore, Saints corner. Is he playing? Um, I, I'm, I'm doing the work. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. Yeah, so uh, for me, the trades I made in that Dynasty League were actually anti-schedule. I mean, if you look at Tyreek Hill's schedule, it's actually one of the worst in the playoffs. Uh, you know, he's facing Baltimore this week. Um, but it was just a bet on the talent. You know, I think he's going to be another two years of the lead wide receiver. Cooper Cup was another bet on the talent, buying low on a guy selling off. But the real push for me to make that trade was just the the team I was playing was who I was in a points race for. So if I traded and took his best asset away, it increased my odds of making the playoffs. And then obviously having Tyreek Hill is great in the playoffs. So far, it's been a wash. Honestly, if I would have started the players that I had already, it would have been the exact same right now. So that's a little bit of a bummer, but I still think, you know, it was a 2024 20, play as well, you know. So I feel like I'm still a top contender outside of that. But, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, you know, especially in dynasties. Like, sometimes you bet on the player over the schedule. Yeah. I mean, I, I already brought up Derrick Henry as, you know, a potential. He, he eats alive against Houston. Um, I'm a big guy of looking at the defensive schedules. And, you know, there was some teams I really liked this year, Kansas City. Didn't pay off at all. Yep. They had a very easy schedule the rest of the year, but they've really fallen off a cliff. Uh, but the Cleveland Browns also had a, just a, a super easy schedule, and their defense is legit. Yep. And they're going against the Jets in Week 17. So if it. you were able to add the Browns, you know, six weeks ago, um, you know, they 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 had one really bad week there against uh, the Rams. Yeah. But you know, 14, 14, 9, and then the Jets. You'll take that all day. Um, the Rams, they've got a great matchup this week against the New York Giants. But they never scored more than like eight or nine points in a week. So right, you're a little right. nervous about it, but you think in theory. But, but then know. the last one was a, a guy that uh, Braden and I were involved with the trade. Chris Olave, he's going against Tampa Bay this week. In Tampa Bay, they've been able to shut down the run, but they've been really susceptible to the pass this year. Um, you know, I know... The quarterback situation, the injury situation in New Orleans isn't great, but I, I really liked his season-long outlook. And, you know, do I regret trading him to Braden? No, I don't think it cost me one way or the other. Um, but I do think that he he's primed to have a good week 17 here. Yeah, I and honestly, at the time, it was just a trade I needed to make. I needed to fill wide receiver slots, and you needed a tight end, and so we did it. But now I'm so thankful. 
Oh yeah. For, for in up. this situation, like, cause I really, I'm, I'm still hurting for wide receivers. Keenan Allen's out, you know, Chris Olave is my wide receiver one, you know, not saying that, that a lot of teams don't have that and all that, but it's just like, you know, he was going to be a depth wide receiver piece for me, my second wide out. And now it's like, it's, you know, I wouldn't even, yeah, I wouldn't even have a shot if I didn't make that trade. So it's a huge one for me for sure. All right. Um, I, I think I, I want to quick get into our puff puff pieces here, you know, our news headlines. I had a few things pulled up on my computer I didn't put on our outline that I think you guys might be interested in, in some of these uh, tweets that I was able to find. So um, you, you guys find if I, if I roll through it here quick? Oh, heck yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, this one's crazy, needs to be mentioned. The Detroit Lions have won the NFC North for the first time in history. No. History? In the history no. of the NFL. They have never won the NFC North. Wow. Oh, okay. So the first division title since 93? It's the first division title okay, since okay. 93, uh, the year I was born, and then the year my son was born. Uh, I feel like when my son has a kid in 30 years, that will be the Lions' next division <laughs> victory title. <laughs> un- un- sure un- so. but, but it was the NFC Central until like 98, 99. Gotcha. And so, uh, yeah, they haven't won the NFC North ever before. That, that is just <laughs> shocking. Yeah. Um, it makes you kind of realize, you know, it's like, although it sucks with the playoff success we've had overall, it's it's still nice being, a, you know, division winner. A lot. It is. And, or so you fun. know what? I honestly have zero ill will towards the Lions. That's probably why. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am rooting. <laughs> I am rooting for them this year, even though they're in our division. Um, they're a lot more likable than the Eagles, the Niners, some of these other teams in the NFC playoffs. So, I mean, why not? I, I still am not a hater on the Niners. You know, they're kind of like the Golden State Warriors of when they were younger, you know, yeah. the Steph Curry era where they were rising up and, you know, they were a bandwagon team, but they're fun to watch. You know, they haven't, they don't have that fan base yet that like the Eagles have. No offense, Keaton. Um, but yeah, no, I, I get it. The Lions are, are everyone's kind of the nine, team to cheer for. The Niners have just been there for so long, but they haven't won. Yeah, they haven't right? won. They, they've been to what, two Super Bowls recently with Jimmy and with, and Kaepernick. with uh, Kaepernick, I mean, they, they almost got there last year. Maybe would have if, if Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt in the first quarter, can't throw, or whatever it was. He ran the ball every play. Let me, so it'd be interesting to see. Let me ask you guys a question just quickly. How do you feel about the NFC North here in the future? Because I'm a little nervous about the Bears and some of the high draft capital they have. I am. The Lions are looking. The Packers even. I mean, they're... They're lesser to me than the Lions or the Bears and things like that, but I just I feel like they're making some strong moves, and we're kind of you know this getting off before <laughs> we are looking at each other, and it's we're we're on such the same page, and we're like, Brayden, what are you on about? The Vikings are like set up so well for the future. Here. The Vikings are set up really well. Yeah, That's we so need a quarterback, but if we had Kirk this year, there's no question we're competing for this division at the end of the we, year. We'd already have the division, we, we division probably, title locked we, we up. Probably would. So I'm not worried at all. The Lions do look good. The Lions are young. They're fast. Gibbs is good. Great. Whatever. We can beat the Lions. Yeah. Not worried about Jordan Love. No. Jordan Love led Packers. Their weapons are okay here and there, but they, they don't have a running back. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are done. Both of them. And then the Bears, it's like, yeah, they have the number one overall pick, but they're the Bears. They're going to fuck this up somehow. Absolutely. Like, they're probably going to trade Caleb Williams and keep Justin Fields. Like, how idiotic would that be? But that's a realistic thing to happen. Yes. So the Bears are are in a situation, they're like, whatever they do, it's going to be wrong. Yeah. You know, I think they should draft Caleb Williams and trade Justin Fields. Yeah. But that could totally backfire. Just, you know, Caleb Williams could not thrive at all in the Bears situation, you know, even though he's got DJ Moore and a young team and they're going to try to surround him. I, he could still fail. And if they keep Justin Fields, they're, they're going to fail. Like, For we've sure. seen Justin Fields. Sure. Like, he's the biggest roller coaster of a quarterback in the league, probably. Sure. Like, he's yeah. really good for two weeks and really bad the next four. Like, right. that, that's just what it is. So, I, I think we have the best coach. Um, you know, people like Dan Campbell. He's a player's guy, but yeah. he's he he's not an offensive-minded coach, and that's what you need to be successful in this league. Yeah, and because Ben Johnson's getting a job. Yeah. But Ben Johnson will be a head coach next year, yeah. uh, the Lions offensive coordinator. So it's like, yeah. do, do you have the same success when he's gone? Because, I, think, I mean, Goff is definitely a system quarterback. The Lions are a little bit of a fraud this year. Like, if you look at the advanced metrics, like – 
they're pretty much what the Vikings were last year, where their yeah. record is better than what they are. You know, they've been really struggling lately, and they, they got a lucky win against the Vikings last week due to Nick Mullins' four interceptions that should have been six and a fumble. Yeah. Um. So, like, the Lions are very beatable. It's clearly the, the, the Niners and the, the Eagles and Cowboys and, you know, even the Seahawks, I think, are, are better than, than the, the Lions. So I, I just think that the Vikings, if we lock down Kirk for one or two more years or we hit on a rookie quarterback – uh, we're just set up better as a team. You know, obviously Brian Flores has been incredible as a defense coordinator. If he sticks around, I, I, we're I, so I, I, great. I, I don't see him getting a head coaching job again. I, I think he will. Not after this Eventually, year. Uh, I mean, this year was great for him. Mm-hmm. Definitely boosted that value back up. But like, and the Miami thing wasn't his fault. I mean, maybe it was a little bit. They also started to suck. So that, 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 that was part of it too. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I just... I really think that Flores is going to be back. I think that this is going to be a reload. Let's do one more shot at this thing with a healthy JJ. Addison looks money. Hawkinson will be healthy somewhat early in the season. Yep. Like Ty Chandler looks damn good. Um, now, I still think we go and make a running back move. I think Ty Chandler is a way better second option than he is first. But, I mean, I, I absolutely think we can compete with the best in the NFC. As as early as next year, yeah, I think, and I and I'm I'm with you guys. I still think you know we have the winning you know overall like regular season success, and there's think something that's discounted is just like front office and ownership success, and you know I think that that's really important. And people, you know, the Bears and the Lions don't have that, um, but I just um, I do feel like the gap's closed. That's all. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it is. You can absolutely argue that for but, any team. But it also North. opened with the Packers losing Rodgers. Yeah. So it's like we went from never – like, no, it wasn't not a chance. We were still winning pretty consistently to never being the favorite, where it wouldn't shock me at all if we were the favorites going into next season. Yeah. All right. We can talk Vikings later. <laughs> I want to get back into some headlines here. We're talking about the Niners. This one is about Brock Purdy at the 2022 NFL Combine. Brock Purdy did 28 reps at the bench press. <laughs> that is one more than Kayvon Thibodeau. Oh, okay, Jeez. Brock. It takes a unique kind of strength to be immortalized as the toughest and most talented Mr. Irrelevant League uh, the league has ever seen. So that that's uh, Brock Purdy hype. Um, the next two here are out of this world. Uh, low, low humor. Um, <laughs> stay with me. The Chiefs just gave up a fart. That is a fumble and return for touchdown. F-A-R-T. What a great name. And they gave up a taint, a touchdown after interception, back-to-back. This is the first ever fart and taint back-to-back in NFL history. I've never heard those terms before. (laughs) These are definitely new terms. Um, (laughs) I don't think anybody uses these. But nonetheless, uh, they lost the game because of it. It was yep. an absolute meltdown for two out of three plays. Yeah. Four, two out of four, whatever yeah. you call extra point and stuff. But just unprecedented from the Chiefs. Yeah. And uh, they lost to the Raiders, who didn't complete a pass in the second, third, or fourth quarter. Unbelievable. They had zero passing yards in those three quarters. Uh, it's embarrassing for the Chiefs. Um, yeah. You're not going to win a football game. <laughs> not going to give that. Aiden not- had like 10 straight incompletions. It had to have been more than that. I, I, I mean, three, had to have been. three Oh, yeah, that was in the middle of the game they said that. Yeah, it had to be even more. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're just not going to win games if you're giving up farts and taints back-to-back. Uh, <laughs> Obviously. The, the last one here, it was a news, I think, that dropped today, that the Packers have suspended Jair Alexander for one game due to contract detrimental to the team. Uh, they will be playing the Vikings this week. But uh, it was because he he man-made himself a captain last week and nearly ruined, ruined the coin toss before the ref saved him. So, like, he he's from Charlotte, and so he wanted to be in the coin toss at the game against the Panthers. And he, he called it right, but then he said, we wanted to be on defense. And then the ref's oh. like, do you mean you want to defer? And he goes, yeah, whatever. And, oh and if he didn't, then the Panthers could have got the ball both the first half and the second half. Because he didn't defer. If you choose to be on defense, that means that the other team can choose to receive in the second half. So, so because the ref clarified and said, do you mean do you want to defer the kick till the second half? 
that the Packers were able to get the ball first. But dude, Jair is a mess. I, I, He's I, ineloquent. Yeah, he, I, he is a fantastic football player. But man, he just seems like a headache to have on your team. Yeah, I mean that's a uh, so on Reddit. I didn't know about all this Jair Alexander things happening, but basically the people say on the beat is like the the team's fed up with him. Like he's probably not going to be on the Packers next year, which is crazy because he's a top five corner probably. Well, at his peak, he at his was. peak, yeah, he's not what he is right now. But I I'd argue that that ref should not have said anything. I agree. That's crazy because he's like, I know what you want, but like, no, if the person says I want to be on defense, you take that. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. All right. Um, other headlines, injuries, big things have happened this week. I uh, kind of want to gloss over him, but uh, Russell Wilson, he's getting benched. He's sitting the last two weeks. The, uh, the trade is probably going down as a top three worst trade in NFL history. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Broncos, they, they, Paid 120 million for two years of Russell, and, uh, and yeah, traded a first for Sean Payton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and all the draft picks that went to Seattle to to get him. I mean, you know, they got Devin Witherspoon in the draft this year, pick five. Um, so yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson, he's he's going to cost like 35 against the cap this year and like 45 next year. It's insane. Yep, uh, terrible trade. He's done in Denver. He'll be somewhere new next year. Um, Fitting next, end. Yeah. <laughs> Next one, we mentioned it already. TJ Hawkinson, torn ACL. He's done for the year. And, and MCL, I think. It's and it, MCL, yeah. This could be, you know, a 9- to 12-month injury. Here, you, you want him to be back early next year. He's definitely starting on the pub. He's yeah. out at least six games next year, um, which sucks. But Oliver looked decent, at least. Yeah, Oliver looks decent. If somehow, uh, who's our third-string tight end? It's been so many of them. Oh, Munt? Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Munt. Munt. I love that guy. Yeah, he was getting scrappy. way too many targets last week. <laughs> Awful. Um, and then we mentioned Jaron Hall is going to be the starting quarterback this week Thank for the Vikes. God. <laughs> you just can't turn the ball over so much. You can't have Nick Mullins out there losing you. And Dallas is so same bad. Thing I mean, yes. We were throwing four picks a game. It's like, what are we doing? And here's the thing. Jaron Hall is probably not going to be any different. He's probably going to turn it over three times because that's just what we do this year. Like, Yeah, I was going to say, you know what's crazy is that we had that many turnovers, not necessarily from Kirk, but we had the same amount of turnovers per game yeah, like, when, when Kirk was <laughs> – and it's it's been such a major problem yeah, that's plagued this bad. team. It's been brutal. Uh, another big story: Sam Howell was benched for the, the Commanders. He's done. They're going to draft the new quarterback. Uh, that one's crazy to me because I I really do think Sam Howell's going to be back and going to be fantasy relevant again at some point in time in his career. Gardner Minshew two point for me. I, I think he's I think he's better than Gardner Minshew. Um, maybe he's not, but I mean I don't think this is the end. Of Sam Howell. No, yeah, I mentioned to you guys earlier, I really think that they unfortunately just ran him into the ground. He's been leading the league in pass attempts. I think it's tough for a rookie quarterback to come in and be throwing the league leading pass attempts. It wears on your arm. It's something that we don't really talk about, especially with veterans, but I really think the poor guy has just been overused, and it's like you got to set up your rookie quarterback He's for a better success. Yeah, but but but, but true but, for game yeah, reps, for game reps. Yeah. You know, I just I think we're gonna hear reports of dead arm in the offseason, all that kind of stuff. The guy's been throwing like crazy. Yeah. Uh, last thing, C.J. Stroud set to return this week. Um, that, that's huge for the the Houston offense, who they've been looking good this year. Nico Collins, Devin Singletary, both get bumps. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, fellas, before we get sidetracked by anything else, I want to get into our Stone Cold Picks of the Week. Um, you know, we are in a tight matchup. We're going to recap all the stats this year, but we're all kind of hovering around that 500 mark, and uh, it's really anyone's game if we all have, you know, some, some decent picks this week. So, uh, Garrett, do you want to start us off with your start this week? Yeah, I'm going to go with the criminally ranked low Austin Eckler. He's been bad. Don't get me wrong, but he is that offense still. They're going against Denver. I think he's a good play. Like, if I owned Austin Eckler, there's no way in hell I'm sitting him this week. Denver's a great matchup. Uh, Braden, who is your start this week? Nico Collins versus Tennessee. We just talked about it. CJ Stroud is back, and Nico is the clear alpha. Uh, I think he's going to eat against Tennessee. Love it. I'm going with my guy, Devonta Smith. At home against Arizona this week. Now, he's been doing great uh, as of late. Arizona's an easy matchup. So, Devonta Smith, one more week. That's all I need. Uh, and then, Garrett, you want to hit us with your sit this week? 
I never thought I would get to this point. Um, and I never thought I'd see him ranked this low. Uh, but I'm going with Stephon Diggs. He's against New England. New England is one of the best teams in the league at taking out a number one option. Like, that's what Bill does. Um, and Diggs has already been awful for the past, I don't know, several weeks. <laughs> to see him at wide receiver 15, first of all, is crazy to me. Um, but here we go again. I mean, I just I don't know how you start this guy at this point. He's got five, six, and four in his last three weeks. You know he's been the wide receiver 55 over, I forgot if it was week nine or week 10, but since week nine or week I mean, 10. he was yeah. money the first four or five weeks of the season, and then he's just kind of a complete ball off. Uh, since week 10, five, four, 16, five, four, seven, five. I mean, that's, it's not that's good. brutal. Um, all right, Braden, who is your sit this week? <sighs> I got to go with Tony Pollard versus Detroit. Um I just think, you know, he's been looking better, uh, but that Detroit defense is so tough against the run. Uh, I just think it's going to be tough sledding for Tony Pollard and they're going to be hucking the ball. Yeah, Vikings could not run on them at all last week. My sit, Saquon Barkley at home versus the Rams, ranked RB11 this week. Uh, The Rams, I think, the number two ranked run D. So it's it's really just a a matchup. And, you know, Sean McVay, he's going to do whatever he can to stop Saquon and and make – Tommy DeVito and that receiving Corvito. Um, and then Garrett, who's your sleeper this week? I'm going with Gus Bus. <laughs> Gus Edwards <laughs> versus Miami. I don't think that this is going to be a shootout. Uh, the Ravens have a great defense. They're at home. I think they're going to be in control of this game. And I think that Gus is going to be the beneficiary of that. So, um, I, he might make another appearance on this pod. I'm going to be a last-second decision here with uh, my rapid pick of the week. A little spoiler. Okay. Um, but Gus Bus. Okay. Brayden, who is your sleeper this week? This might be a little bit of wishful thinking, but I'm going with Adam Thielen at Jacksonville. Uh, they're a great matchup for wide receivers. You saw a little bit of life last week against the Packers. Uh, Thielen put up nearly 100 yards. Um, and I'm playing him against Tom in a key matchup, so I'm hoping for the best. Yeah, and he was trash-talking the Packers after that game. you love to see it. Um, my sleeper this week, Braden's guy. You know him. You love him. <laughs> Rashid Shahid. Let's go. Uh, I mentioned Chris Olave earlier with that matchup at Tampa Bay in championship week. Uh, Rashid Shahid, he could be the guy who gets it done. You know, it's a, it's a real boom-bust play, but, you know, I could see a, a you know, 15, 20 point week is his, his, his potential this week. So that's my sleeper. And then our random pick of the week uh, is what running back wide receiver outside the top 15 is going to get two or more touchdowns this week. Garrett. I'm going with my start. I'm going Austin Eckler, but I really think that Gus Bus has just <laughs> as good of a chance. Love that. Braden, who is your guy? Jonathan Taylor. I'm going with Derek Henry. Um, so lock and load those picks. Um, let's let's get right into it. We got our dank flex plays, rapid fire pick them, five matchups. This has also gotten surprisingly tight as Braden has fallen off a cliff here in the last several weeks. Yep. Zach, you've you been, been hedging, fading Braden. Yep. Uh, that has gotten you back in this thing. Okay. We are all within three picks. Oh, wow. Anybody could win this thing, and it's going to come down to this matchup. And because of where Braden's sitting, he We're, is going to go last. He will go last. We will not <laughs> let anybody week. fade him. No one can fade Braden this week. It's it's, <laughs> it's a, a, a true he a true pick. Him. I would have appreciated this rule earlier. Well, <laughs> Garrett wasn't fading me. All right, I'll still read through the matchups. Uh, Garrett, you're still going to go first. Um, you guys ready to do this? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, first matchup. We got Dolphins at Ravens. Devon Achan or Gus Edwards? You already know, baby. Gus Edwards. Uh, I'm going to roll with my boy, Achan. And then, going Gus Bus. Okay. And we got Patriots at Bills. Ezekiel Elliott or Stephon Diggs? Zeke. I gotta go Zeke as well. I'll go Diggs. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Right, you're last. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, next matchup. We got Cardinals at Eagles. Trey McBride or Devonta Smith? I'm going off our half P- half point PPR scoring, and I'm going Trey McBride. Gotta go Devonta Smith here. I'm going Devonta Smith as well. Okay, then we got Saints at Bucks. 
Alvin Kamara or Mike Evans? Easy peasy, Mike Evans. Marshawn Lattimore is out this week, but I'm going Alvin Kamara. I got to go Mike Evans. Okay, and then our final pick, the last one of the regular season, then playoffs, we've got Chargers at Broncos. Austin Eckler or Javante Williams? Austin Eckler. Um, It's mind games here. I'm trying to pick the opposite of whatever Brady No, no, he's trying to see. It's a juicy matchup for there for Eckler against the Broncos. Javante's been struggling. I'm going Javante. This one's tough because it's a really nice matchup against the Chargers. Javante's got a great matchup. I I mean, they both have great matchups. I can also see Jared Siddham actually running this offense better, but I feel like I have to go with Austin Eckler. Yes. And and, and just for shits and giggles, uh, we'll end the season with one more. A bonus. If it comes down to a tiebreak or something like that. Okay. Uh, We're going to do Jordan Love and Justin Jefferson. Okay. Vikings factors are quarterback versus a wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, Jefferson's got a rookie quarterback thrown to him this week. He does, but no Addison and no Hawkinson. Addison's a questionable. Okay, yeah, Addison might play. No Hawkinson, yeah, but no Hawkinson. So we got Justin Jefferson versus Jordan Love. Who are you picking, Garrett? I'm gonna pick JJ. Okay, um, I think I'll pick the quarterback, yeah. Jordan Love. I think. I'm going Jordan Love as well. Right. Um, out of curiosity, I just gotta ask you if I wouldn't have said Zeke, would you have said Zeke or Diggs? I would have I would have done mind games and gone digs regardless. Probably, I, yeah. I could have predicted you were going to say because I already talked about it's all about the mind digs. games. That's yeah, how you yeah. win this this thing here. You're messing with me. I don't know where I am. <laughs> all so right. Zach, I think you technically have a chance to win here or catch up. I don't think I do based okay. on those picks. We almost yep. should have made Braden go first, and we both hedge him. I both that, had that a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did all I could this year. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how the cards fall. It, it, it's come down to. It's been a good year. We'll recap it next week. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, see what happens. Do you guys want to talk, even though it's going to be a post view, but do you guys want to talk Thursday night a little bit? I know you had a fun fact for us. And yeah, that's, yeah, what, so that's, that's what we really want to hear. Yes. We forget. We I skipped mean, it, over it, that a little it, too It early. is the Jets Browns. So I, it's, <laughs> it's really not nice, very not, exciting. It's not a matchup. And Joe Flacco starting against Trevor Simeon. I'm not really sure that it's too much here, but it's I want to hear you exciting. guys say. Uh, so, did you guys know that since week seven, that David Njoku is the tight end one in fantasy. Wow. wow. I traded him in Dynasty for a second round pick because I hate all the Browns. And I had the 10th round pick, David Njoku, and he was absolute trash for me for two or three consecutive weeks, and I dropped him. Yeah. I just held. I mean, I had Taysom there for a while, and he was money. <laughs> yeah, but Taysom's but, been terrible for you lately. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But if I had David Njoku, I'd probably be in, in the championship. But Honestly, I think it's maybe. fair. It's fair. Um, he went through kind of a tough patch for a while there. And it's been – this is his seventh-year breakout, really. I mean, he, he had a breakout, a little mini breakout last year too. He did the same thing. He was yeah. terrible for a good chunk mm-hmm. of the season and then had a fairly good breakout near the end. People were like, oh, they're finally going to use him. Yeah. And the same thing's going to happen again next year. Yeah. He's going to be tight end seven, six. You're going to draft him. He's going to suck for four weeks. But then you pick him up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> She's going to reward you. Ride it out. Okay. Um, I do want to get into the munchies here. Then we'll, we'll kind of maybe go to the Vikings. We can talk anything else here. Wrap wrap up week 17. Um, but Garrett, what do we got for the snack this week? You know what? We've got two here. Because okay. uh, throughout the year, we've bought a few snacks that Braden and Denver couldn't find sure. or whatever. Um I think one I was the most excited about is the Snickers Peanut Brownie. Oh, yeah. um, you know this has got to be good. <laughs> so uh, we're going to start here. Um, we are going to move on to Mike's Hot Honey Chips. Okay. Um, and then I think we're going to just dabble in the uh, jalapeno corn puffs. Corn puffs as well. Okay. So uh, we'll we'll throw this on mute. We'll try these snacks and uh, we'll let you know how they are. One at a time. Okay. What do <laughs> you think? Uh, um. Braden said it during the small break there, but um, this is better than the original Snickers. I would probably agree. I, 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 I like the compactness of this thing. Mm-hmm. You get like a dense brownie, and then you just get the normal caramel, the normal peanuts. I don't know why I've had to say peanut on there. Snickers have peanuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the brownie portion of it just like made it something that you don't get out of a normal candy bar. 
and I like it. It, it elevates it just a little. I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not a Snickers stan. Same. Like, that's not a go-to candy bar for me. For Snickers sure. are fine. You know, I'll, I'll eat them at Halloween because that's probably the only time I'll ever get them. Right. But, um, no, this is the, 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 the brownie definitely elevates it a little bit. Yeah. Brayden? Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the same boat. Like I'm not a huge Snickers stand, but I would take it over a normal Snickers and I like the I like the brownie over the nougat, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I I will say the same thing. Not not a not a Snickers stand. It's not a top 5 candy bar for me. No. Um, but it, it's a good candy bar. Um, but I also don't find myself at this day and age buying many candy bars. <laughs> so, it's got to be like there for me somehow for me to probably buy it and eat it. Or not even buy it, just eat it. For, for Snickers, it's like for me, it's like if I need something and I go to a gas station and can't find a granola bar, it's like, oh, it has peanuts in it. So it gives me a little more energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I do. I do really like it, though. Like it's 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 pretty dang good. Pretty, pretty good. Um, all right, let's. You guys ready to give me a score out of yeah, ten? Yeah, I'll give you like a seven nine. Seven nine, love it, Braden. Yeah, I'll do like a seven. I was gonna say seven seven. 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 I might as well split the difference at a seven eight. I think we're all kind of in the same area. All right, next snack, Garrett. What do we've got here? I've been waiting for these damn near all year. <laughs> yes. I found them at Target here in Minnesota. What? I think it's Oots or Uts is something. Uh, Mike's Hot Honey Potato Chips. Um, Got a brand deal. I'm excited about it. All right. Let's get into it. What do you, uh, how do you always feel about this one? I love it. I'm a huge fan. I think I think that is better than a barbecue chip, but it, that's what it reminds me of the most with like the saltiness, the little bit of sweetness in there as well, but it's not too much sweet where it's like a candy. Um, it, it really reminds me of barbecue, but a better version of barbecue. I don't think I've ever had a honey chip before, and it hits. It's unique, and I love that. You know, we're trying to find new things here. Um, I think it's more honey than it is hot, and I'm a I'm a stand for hot. It definitely has a little bit of heat. It, it lingers, but, um, you know, I think you guys love it, and I just really like it. Yeah, I um... – I was hoping they bring the extra honey flavor because there's a lot of hot chips out there. And it's like what makes a difference is the honey. And they did. Like you can taste that honey, but it's not overpowering. And then the heat kicks in later. Like after having a few chips, like I'm feeling the burn like yeah. similar to what, what Flaming Hot. I'm a huge fan of this. I, I am too. I, this is honestly one of the best potato chips I've had on this pod this year um, for me. <laughs> I, I would buy this bag over and over again. Um, this would be a frequent in my house. I think we almost crushed it just tasting it right now. Yeah. <laughs> we just kept going back. There's, there's potato crumbs all over the table. <laughs> it would only be better with a little bit of top potato, but we were uh, <laughs> now, now, naturally. Of course, yeah. you gave gave me some top potato. This game over. Um, <laughs> all right, you guys ready to give this one a score out of ten? Yeah, it's gonna be high. Okay, <laughs> Garrett, you said it's one of the best chips you've tried all season. It is one of the best chips. Um, I do want to give it that tough to get 10, but I'm not going to. It's going to be just below. I'm going to do a 9.8. 9.8. Okay, Brayden. So I don't know how I've ranked other chips this year, So, but just going off of how I'm feeling right now, like I was the exact same number, 9.8. 9.8. Fellas, I like it. It's it's not crunchy. Take another couple of crunches. Yeah, right. gonna, yeah. <laughs> give a couple <laughs> other in there. Yeah. Fine. Everybody knows the rules. <laughs> Let's settle. <laughs> it's not crunchy enough. It doesn't have an immediate heat I'm looking for. I mean, it's got, it's like just one degree below like flaming hot or that level of, you know, comfortability for heat. I'm going to give it like an 8.6. I'm sorry, guys. I hey, like it, I but it's, that's it's, fair. That's, hey, that's, that's above to, average. To each their own. Yeah, um, your, but I know when I go to Target, I'm buying this. I want that shit. That's so, yeah. good. So the brand name is, is Utz or Outs. It's O U T Z. U T Z. I think oh, it's just, just I think it's just U T Z. Oh yeah. There's a girl. Yeah. There's no indication that that's a letter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know them for cheese balls, but 
All right, no, no, that's from hot honey now. Do we want to try this last thing? I do think it's going to be a step below, but that's okay. We can we can step. Below. I think it's going to be a step up for me, so I'm down. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, why not? Okay, okay, why not? We've got a, a Trader Joe's jalapeno seasoned corn and rice puffs. All right. Made with corn, rice, quinoa, and baked to perfection. All right. Wow. Let's go. We're getting Let's a lot of rice up in here. <laughs> well, these are big balls. That's what she said. <laughs> That's a good sign. <laughs> okay. Another, like, off the wild, deep end, unique flavor here. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it reminds me more of a crouton flavoring, okay. like a Italian crouton. Sure. Um... Mm. But then it's the puff rather than just like a real true. It's a crunch. You get a crunch to it. It's an elevated corn puff, for sure. It's definitely yeah. probably it's definitely the best corn puff I've ever had. Um, and the heat's starting to really hit. I feel like the, it, the heat it it starts. Yeah, it does yeah. Um, I I'm a corn puff stand. So I was when I saw these in the store, I was like, oh, I gotta try them. And I mean, I think that comparing this right after the hot honey potato chips. The hot honey potato chips have a better flavor, but I, I love the texture of a corn puff, and I feel like it's it's lighter, it's airier. I could crush more of these corn puffs than I could crush of the, the Mike's Hot Honey chips. Yeah, I mean, for me, they completely exceeded expectations. Yeah. I'm not normally a corn puff stan, I wouldn't say. I'm certainly not self-proclaimed. Um I thought the seasoning on these was great. I think there was a lot of flavor. Um, I love the heat, just the kind of lingering in the back. It's great. Um, it's going to get a better score for me than I thought I was going to give it. That's okay. for sure. Okay, Brayden, thoughts? Yeah, I'm not usually a massive corn puff person. Like, when I've had these kinds of snacks, they're usually a disappointment. I'd say this is the best I've had of them. They're not a high-ceiling snack for me. Um, but I thought as far as corn puffs go, those are the best I've had. And like you said, like the seasoning was great and the heat's really bringing on, you know, I feel like it's a late, a little bit of a late hitter, but it's, it's nice. I'm glad it was a pleasant surprise. Garrett, give me a score out of 10. I, I think corn puffs have a cap, like Braden said. I'm yep. going 8.2. 8.2, okay. Yeah, it's, it's right in those, I'd say like 8.3. Yeah. Three. I'm right with you guys. I also agree that corn, corn puffs have a, a cap, and uh, I think this is an 8-4. Yeah. You know, I, we're, we're right in alignment on, on, a, on most of this. I, I don't know that you could get a better corn puff. I mean, yeah. Zach, as a stand, may say that there are better ones out there, but I, I really do think that this is the best corn puff I've ever had. Yeah, it's very consistent through the bite. I just like that crunch of a normal chip or a kettle chip or whatever, but um, yeah, exactly. I'm right with you. Okay, like that triple banger, all three, you know, better than expectations. I feel like, yeah, I I, I agree. I think um, I, I I may have wanted a little bit more out of the Snicker Brownie, but uh, the hot honey chips and the jalapeno rice puffs both both exceeded expectations. Absolutely. All right, we are we're running over on time here. Um, the Vikings play Packers this week. You know, the loser is 100% out of the playoffs. The winner still needs a little bit of help to get into the playoffs. Um, do you guys care about that at all? You know, is there is there anything you're looking forward to with the, the Vikes this week? Um, I'm looking forward to Jaron Hall. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't care if we win or lose. I'd much rather prefer to lose. No, it's the Packers, Garrett. Yeah, I don't care. Um, I, I, I will gladly take a loss to the Packers to better our position in the draft. Um. But, I mean, I'm all for Jaron Hall going out there and just fucking stomping Jordan Love. Like, I mean, if, if we get our rookie quarterback to outperform their fourth-year rookie quarterback, I'm all for it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm with – I think this is a general sentiment. It's like, you know, obviously I want us to get into the playoffs and do all that, but do I really think we have a realistic odds at doing anything, especially with Jaron Hall? You know, probably not. I mean – if you know, I never want to preclude some kind of fun run like Case Keenum and things like that. But at the same time, you got to be semi-realistic. So, like, you know, a little bit of me is just hoping they don't make the playoffs. They get better draft position and just move on to next year because I think next year's could be really our year. I think you guys forget how much we hate the Packers. I would rather the Vikings go two and fifteen every year, uh, as long as those two wins are against the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, see the Packers win a Super Bowl again. 
So I'm absolutely rooting for the Vikings to go off this week. Uh, I want Jaron Hall to uh, to be the guy, you know, lead us into the playoffs somehow, you know, with a little bit of luck, went over the, the Lions in week 18. And, uh, yeah, I mean, our, our Vikings quarterback bet is, is gonna, done. Is it, I, I looked into it. Did Dobbs win? Dobbs started four. Nick Mullins started two, and and, and, and Hall's Hall probably going to start two. Yeah, well, Hall would start three because he started one earlier. Oh, this that's year. right, that's right. And that then, that's shocking that all three quarterbacks got starts, multiple starts, multiple starts. I, that, that, I would have well, not expected that when we originally made the bet. No, not a chance. So, uh, who who ended up picking Dobbs there, Garrett? Was that you? <sighs> huge, Dobbs. huge victory for the, uh, the podcast. There. <laughs> you know what? I think the other big victory this year um, that I didn't see coming was the Brock Purdy throwing more touchdowns than Joe Burrow. I know Joe Burrow's hurt, but Brock Purdy's leading the league in touchdowns you, this year. You talked about it enough last week, Garrett. You know, <laughs> the, the injury plays a role, but yes, Brock Purdy's been great. You know, you, you picked him to, to out-throw Joe Burrow early in the season. You know, he, I picked him as my sleeper quarterback you this did. season. We, we love Joe, uh, Brock Purdy. Um, so that, that was a good good long-term bet for It you. was a bold take. All, was... all of our quarterback sleepers hit, and we'll get into that next week for sure. But, man, we had Purdy, <laughs> Howell, and, and Stroud. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> great work, they, fellas. They, they were great. Maybe maybe that's our niche. They were better than our starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> than our pick. maybe we're the new late-round QB out yeah, here, yeah. you know? Hey, but David and Joku came on. Finally, yeah. I was feeling bleak. And yeah. I got a little something, and this field's been doing okay. But it's, yeah, it's so lost. Yeah. <laughs> Tough out here. All right. Well, we're going to get into recaps next week. Uh, you know, could be an early pod, could be a late pod. We got maybe some fun things in the store. Um, so um, until we talk again next week, uh, later, dudes. Later, later dude. dudes.